Good morning, Faith family. Thank you for watching and listening today. We are excited to go further with you this week into Dr. Moody's Sermon into the Word. And we have a special guest this week here with us. This is Miss Keely LaShore. It's really cool that Miss Keely's here today. I know my kids are super jealous that I'm getting to hang out with you today because she watches them so often. She takes care of not only our kids during home group and during Sunday service, but so many others. So Keely, thank you so much for being here. How, how long you been? How long have you been serving for FBC? I'm not sure. Several years, and there's several of us who have volunteered for many, many years. Yeah. I've worked with the same men and women for many years, and they just love what they do. They love working with all these kids. Yeah, yeah. So, how do you surf here? What exactly do you do? Uh, I work on Sunday mornings. I work home groups Sunday evenings. I work Awana Club and anytime in between when there's an event and they need childcare, if I'm available, I'm there. She's here all the time, y'all. I can I can vouch for that. So, And you know what's really cool is that you, obviously her church has been growing so much the past several years. And in addition to that, the children's ministry has grown as well from what I've seen. I, have you seen the same? Oh, for sure. For sure. My Puggles class this year has doubled in size. Wow. We've had to split them up into two classes. There's used to bunch grades up together, but we've had to split them up because there's just so many kids coming in now. It's mm. incredible how many kids we're starting to have. Exciting time. Exciting time. So if you're a parent that's watching this this week and maybe you're not a part of FBC Beaumont, haven't given it a shot, it's a great time to, right? Because the children's ministry continues to grow and, and they are more than happy to, uh, to take on your kids while you serve, while you listen, while you learn here uh, at FBC Beaumont. So really cool to have Keely here this week because the sermon that Dr. Moody talked about on Sunday is how God wants the best for his people. And we as parents, don't we want the same for our kids? We want the best for them, right? And as Keely knows, getting them to do their best, it's really, it's not always easy. Sometimes it's actually pretty tough, right? It requires discipline, whatever that looks like in your home, timeouts, taking toys away, you know, different things like that. You know, I look to Romans in this scenario, and this is a, a verse that Dr. Moody has talked about often during his sermons over judges during this, this series. In Romans 6.23, it says, for the wages of sin is death. But the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus, our Lord, which is a great way to explain how, yes, there's destruction of sin and, and that road looks great. It looks fun. It looks wide, but it leads to destruction. And the free gift of God, though, even though it may be a tougher road to navigate, twists and turns, there is eternal life at the end of that. So, Keely, from your perspective, someone who works with children often, what are your thoughts on on disciplining, right? Because it's a, it's a very unique. Um, unique, uh, important topic for, for people uh, with children. Uh, obviously, if you're a Christian parent, you want to make sure you're doing that, you know, in, in the biblical way. What, do, what are your thoughts on that? I really think discipline is twofold. It's not all punishment. There also has to be some communication in mm. there. Kids need to know why they made the wrong choice, why they're in trouble. And um, one thing I've done with my kids since my kids were your kids' age, because yeah. you have younger kids than mine. So it's one thing that I've done is I've will ask them, was this a good choice or was this a bad choice? And um, I would try to help them see that, look, this sometimes these choices that I'm making, they're not good choices. Mm. They're not choices that God wants me to make. They're not choices that my parents want me to make. And so now 
when my kids do something, I can come to them and I say, was this a good choice or a bad choice? And they can always let me know, yeah, this was a bad choice. I shouldn't have done that. And then we can go further into our discussion from there into, well, what's the good choice that you could have made Mm. instead? Yeah, yeah. It's, you know, I think of a a metaphor that we hear a lot, you know, put your hand on the stove when it's hot, right? It's going to, it's going to burn. It's going to hurt, right? So breaking it down in those simple steps for for children to understand is, is really applicable. I love that. And, you know, to be honest, I think as adult, we probably should get back to that a little bit, right? You know, choices equals consequences, whether, you know, good or bad. So, yeah. And, and look, you know, we think about, again, going back to that verse, how God's plan for us, it, it's glorious, right? You know, we, we as children, as, as, as we grow and, and we get into middle school and high school and college, the, these uh, choices that are out there in front of us, you, you bring up this, this topic of, of choices and, and what can happen from that. And even though at the time in those scenarios, and this is something we have to educate our children on, they may look easy or fun or all our friends are doing it, right? But what they can't see at the back end of that road is the destruction that comes from that, right? And this this more narrow path of, of following Christ, and yes, there's eternal life at the end of that, but what we as parents, what, what it's really important for us to to teach them and, and, and help them understand is that before that, during your life, if you follow the path of Christ, there's love, there's joy, there's peace, there's kindness, there's goodness, all these things that God has in store for us while we're here on this earth, right? So just a, a really important topic that I know uh, we as parents, it's it's our job to get them back on that road, right? We as biblical parents, as, as Christian parents, and it's, again, not, not an easy thing to do at times. So one thing that you've heard here a lot if you watch or listen to the further podcast is, is Ryan's story time. And so I've got another story for our watchers and listeners. And it's it's applicable to this topic of, of discipline. So it's it's Nash's birthday yesterday. Nash, if you don't know, he's our oldest. He turned four yesterday. Always a super exciting time. You know, you have kids, uh, you have the the gifts, the the ice cream, the cakes, the little hats. It's all it's a huge deal, right? And it should be. It's fun. Except we want to shower them with with love, right? And and the other two I have are Nolan and Navy. Well, if you have kids, you've seen this. You know, they get these new toys, these new gifts, and. Yes, they're their gifts because it's their birthday. But at the same time, the other kids, they may want to check them out for a little bit. They may want to play with them for a little bit. So this this uh, important issue of sharing comes in, right? And so with Nash, with his being, it being his fourth birthday yesterday, there were a few times where we had to go back to the sharing lesson, right? And that's it's a, it's a very tough topic, and there is some discipline involved in that. At the same time, we're building a house right now. And so while we're living in that house, we're living in about five... Uh, or while we're building a house, we're living in about 450 square feet in a camper right now. So two adults, two parents with three little ones that can feel very small at times, <laughs> especially when there's some discipline taking place. So, you know, at, at the end of those days, like I think about yesterday where, yes, it was a fun day, but there were still some times where we had to, to discipline. Alice and I will sit there at the end of the day and think about and, and talk about Hey, look, are we disciplining too much? You know, is, is it too harsh? Is it, is it too soft? Is it not enough? Is it biblical? Right. And, and so Keely, for someone who obviously you're working with kids every day, your own and others, and, and you deal with, with discipline and just really just also just teaching them, you know, what is your advice to parents who want to make sure they're doing that in a biblical way? 
Uh, my biggest thing that I've learned working with other people's kids, especially because I know my kids, but you don't always know other people's That's kids. A great point. So is to remember that they feel emotions just like we do. And sometimes their emotions they feel are so big, they don't know how to handle it or how to express it in a healthy way. Yeah. So, you know, for instance, my middle son, Skylar, he will get angry and he will blow up. And he will slam the door and he'll scream and he'll hit and he'll just get really, really angry because he just feels it so yeah, much. Yeah. So I have to teach him like that's not a healthy way to express your anger. Mm. You have to teach them how to express their anger because I know me as a parent, I've I slip up sometimes. I yell. I say things I shouldn't too. have. Me too. I shouldn't say, but it's important to remember that the kids, they do feel the same emotions that we feel. They do feel hurt. They do feel anger the same ways that we do, but they are not mature enough to know how to express right. it right. biblical way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love that. You know, I, as we've got on this topic of, of teaching and, and education and training our children, to me, it goes into the commission. Uh, as Dr. Mooney calls it, the commission. Sometimes a lot of people refer to it as the Great Commission, but really, it's not. It's it's what Jesus told us to do, or what the Bible tells us to do. Deuteronomy 6-7, it says, You shall teach them diligently to your children, and you shall talk of them when you sit in your house, and when you walk by the way, and when you lie down, and when you rise. To me, I, I love that verse because it makes me think about uh, normalizing our faith, normalizing Christ, normalizing the Word of God. You hear a lot in culture today normalizing these just tragic uh, lifestyles and these and these decisions and these these really just this, these sins that we see in the world and how they're just becoming more and more a part of our normal life. But what if you took it the opposite way and you started normalizing Christ, normalizing your faith and, and the Word of God? And a really good place to start doing that is in your home with your kids, right? At the dinner table, just hanging out, uh, talking about Christ like like he's our friend, because that's what he is, right? Talking about the word of God like it's our guide, because that's what it is, right? Don't make it this this completely separate talk uh, topic that we only discuss on Sundays or, or certain times. It should just be part of our natural conversation. I know that's one way I've had to grow in, in my life is, is just normalizing that and bringing it up, because it may feel bold at first, but as you begin to do it more, it becomes just normal in the way that you talk and, and, and really talk with your kids. And so uh, what do you think, Keely? You have kids your own, as we mentioned, and, and you're leading other kids in, in a faith-based way. How do you share your faith? How do you normalize Christ with your kids or even other kids? Well, one thing I do with my kids is I try to look at what their interests are. So um, for example, my oldest son loves science. That is his favorite awesome. subject. His <laughs> school is science. So I found online, I found a devotional that's all about science. So cool. It's got stuff about animals. It's got stuff about molecules, atoms. Like it gets in deep into some pretty big Love science, com- you know, stuff. But it also brings it all back to God and the creator and how he is the creator and we wouldn't have science without him. That's right. That's so. ooh, that is good stuff right there, Keely. <laughs> hey, so look, you mentioned uh, all these uh, books that, that you provide your kids. Where do you find those? What, what resources are out there that, that we can suggest to people watching or listening or really even for me? So uh, I, you can always go online, christianbooks.com, lifeway.com, okay. any okay. of those Christian, you know, 
stores. Making a note of that. We we don't have a, an advertising sponsor from from those, <laughs> but hey, we we'd love to have them if you're watching or listening. So, uh, so Keely, you know, obviously getting on this topic of of diving into the word more and sharing that. What about parents who just want to help in the ch- children's ministry more? How can they learn to do that? How, how, who should they reach out to? Oh, we are always looking for volunteers. Um, so Melissa Johnson, our okay. children's pastor, Courtney, the nursery coordinator, basically we we are always in need of people to come in and volunteer to, sometimes we have teachers who are out, you know, right. with, you know, lots of stuff going on and we need people to come in and to be able to feel fill those places in. And okay. Awana could always definitely use oh, more people. Oh, I know Awana for sure. I see all the kids pouring out of there. I'm like, man, they need more adults. There are more people to help, right? Because it's, it's a really cool thing to see it blowing up. So what maybe what we can do is in the comments, we drop uh, some of those names or email addresses or, or phone numbers that people can reach out to if you're interested in serving in the children's ministry. That is a great way to serve and they need it, like, like Keely mentioned. So another call to action that I'd like to have out there for you watchers or listeners is if you're a part of our faith family here at FBC Beaumont, and you know of someone who watches your kids a lot, takes care of them, whether it's on Sundays or during home group, whatever that is, why don't you get, drop them a shout out in the comments, drop their name and tell them how, how much you appreciate them. Because I know when Keely is watching our kids and we go to pick them up, I, I wish I spent more time thanking her and everyone else that's helping. We're just trying to really get them out of there and get them into the car, get them, get them across the parking lot safely. So maybe give them a shout out and tell them how much you, you appreciate appreciate what they do for us. So again, Kaylee, Keely, thank you so much for being here. It's been so good just to sit down and hang out with you for a little while. Great talking with you. Church, thank you so much for watching and listening this week. With that, go and be the church.